Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. And I'm Michelle. And this time we are going with another Netflix original. We are covering Falling in Love. Falling in Love is a 2019 movie that stars Christina Milian, Adam Demos, and a lot of other people you've never heard of. <laughs> it was directed by Roger Cumble, K-U-M-B-L-E, mm-hmm. who also directed, you ready for this one? Cruel Intentions, <laughs> Just Friends, uh, like 12 episodes of Suits, uh, The Sweetest Thing. Oh my god, yeah. I've forgotten that movie existed. Yeah, so he, so this person's been directing for a very long time. Yeah. And then written by Elizabeth Hackett and Hilary Gallinoy, who have written very few things. Uh-huh. Five yeah. things. It, that's obvious. Uh, Geek Charming being one of them, which I haven't actually watched, but I've heard it's cute. Okay. Um, they've also written another Marvista movie called, I think it's Fur Crazy, which starred, uh, oh man, I'm going to get the names really messed up here. Uh, it starred... Oh man! Oh honey, you gotta I can give see me a them. clue. Sarah Lancaster was one. Oh okay. Uh, she's really she's good. She's a sister on Chuck. Uh, and then the other uh, guy, I only know him as Whitney Fordham on Smallville, uh, and he was a demon on on Supernatural. Oh, um, damn it! I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I can I can see the guy. But it starred them, and it was a Marvista movie. Uh, it has a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 61 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Who did they pay? <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> The, real quickly, the uh, the synopsis is, when a San Francisco exec wins a New Zealand inn, she ditches the city life to remodel and flip the rustic property with the help with help from a handsome contractor. And he is handsome. That he's, is fair. He's very handsome. Okay, so I have to say this. With, because you and I, it, it, is a, it is a long-standing habit of ours, a thing that we do, like, We'll be looking for something to watch, mm-hmm. but then it never happens because we spend all of our time just like scrolling and like commenting on things and that watching we see. trailers and watching trailers. But we will do like your husband hates us for this. Oh yeah, he hates me for it, and I do it. I do it without it with him here too. Which is but he, like yeah, Josh. Josh despises it, but we will literally just like scroll through mm-hmm. like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and and give our own wonderful commentary on those yes, items. And and a lot of them, like we find some truly terrible rom coms in there, uh-huh. and you always go, "Oh, that's Mar Vista," and just keep going. To be fair, a lot of the Mar Vista like trailers tell you the whole movie. Yes, like you don't need to watch the movie <laughs> if you watch a trailer. So the moment the Mar Vista logo, yes, like, no, look, look at my notes. I'm going to show you. It says Mar Vista. Uh oh. <laughs> like I went. Oh no. Oh no. What have we done? I- I said, like, I started the movie, I settled down with my laptop to start taking notes, and Mark Vista comes up, and I just went, well, fuck. <laughs> I was, I just went, oh, no. Oh, no, what have we done? I didn't know it was a Mark Vista movie. I thought I, it was a Netflix I movie. Did, yeah, I thought it was a Netflix, or, you know, Netflix movie, too. And, like, I will say, this movie, it's not stellar, but it's not 
the typical quality of a Marvis movie. Will, I will give you that because I thought this was going to be my first one rating when I started it. Probably for the first half hour, I thought this was going to be my a one rating. Oh wow! For the first like maybe maybe twenty. To be fair, the first half hour felt like about two hours. Oh my god! So, it really did. So like it maybe takes, it wasn't. A full- it takes wait one. It takes way too long for her to get to New Zealand. Yes. And two. It takes way too long for her to get his help. And then it takes way too long at the end of the movie to end. Yes. Like, oh my god, okay. So we'll talk about the movie a little bit first before I guess we can play. Because, like, yeah, you have... She has an awful job and an awful boyfriend in San Francisco. Yes. And it takes way too long for her to get lose both of those things. Yes. Way the, too long. The losing the job is not her fault. The, no, the job goes belly up. Yeah, losing the boyfriend, she dumps him. And she should. Yes, she very much should. Two and a half years, and he's not willing to make any type of commitment. No. And her friend tells her, give him an ultimatum. Which... And- I appreciate we, we it. <laughs> we see the friend's name one time in a text message. The name is never said. I wasn't paying attention when the name popped up, and so I just exclusively refer to her as yoga friend for the for the duration. I don't think she's in my notes at all, except because, for ultimatum. Okay, I have a bone to pick with them. Uh-huh. Because it's uh because we have our main character, Gabriela mm-hmm. Diaz, played by, you know, Christina Mion. And she's she's had this whole thing of, you know, like, it's, like, the work day was terrible. She was all set up for mm-hmm. a presentation. And, like, the, uh, like, the, uh, the, the white dude bros who yeah, work for, like, frat boys who work in the office with her. You know, they, they're like, oh, sorry, like, the meeting got pushed back. And, and this other guy made his presentation instead. It was a sentence. She has, like, beautiful folders and yes, everything. Yes, like, like she, she is prepared. She has, Well like, organized. Yeah. And and so they're like, oh, yeah, like, your presentation, got, it got scheduled the next week. And they're, like, and, 35 minutes late to tell her Yes, this. 35 minutes late to tell her. And, and so, then, you know, it's after that that... Uh, which ones I have in my notes that you know the guy who's her boss or like whatever like the guy who runs Peter a no, no, no 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 don't you dare I love Peter it's not Peter weird. not Peter no I do love Peter no no sorry I forgot his name his name is Chad Chad and, it's and, a dude bro name I should have yes, remembered that and so my note no offense to any Chads that might listen <laughs> no, but um you know like she wants to make her pitch anyway but uh, my note says Chad shuts her down of fucking course his name is Chad um but anyway but that night she goes out to she goes out to dinner with her boyfriend Dean and um. Yeah, um, I had some problems with him straight away. Yeah. Because, you know, she's saying, you know, they're sitting there and she's kind of ranting about her day and he's only like half-heartedly listening. And then she, you know, she says, well, oh man, like, you know, where's the waitress? Like, can we get a menu? You know, or, you know, I want to look at a menu. And he goes, oh no, no, I had my assistant call ahead and pre-order us dinner. And she goes, oh, and okay, so what? Great, what? I want to drown my day in carbs. Yeah, and um, and and she's like, so what, what did you order me? And he's like, oh, the raw kale salad. That you love so much. That you love so much. And I'm like, okay, first of all, nobody loves a kale salad. <laughs> like, anybody who says so is lying. My dad does, actually. There's a really good one that uh, Tropical Smoothie Cafe apparently makes. He loved it. He, I bought him okay, a there, and there, it. Okay, there must be more to this There is salad. probably okay. more salad, yes. Because kale tastes like vaguely lemon-flavored dirt. And so anyway, but the, um, during, during this dinner, uh, Gabriella is trying to convince Dean, like, hey, you know, maybe some, you know, a, maybe a, a, little, a little tiny skosh, a sous 
of commitment. Like, she's like, I'll redo my closet and put you a place in there for your suits. And he's just like, mm, no, it, mm, oh, mm, no. We'll talk about it when I get back. And we'll go over those lovely old inns yeah, that you love. I, yeah. Like, she, she wants to renovate. She wants to renovate the closet. And she has these plans drawn up. Dean is not enthusiastic. And uh, we find out he is a lawyer. And when he says, once you start home renovations, love just goes poof. It's gone. Half of my divorce cases start with a remodel. Um, and so it's we have the next day, Gabriella is venting her frustrations to Yoga Friend. Yep. And Yoga Friend suggests that um that Gabriella give Dean an ultimatum, either he proposes, or they break up. Because that's how her friend got her ring. Yes. Okay, and guys, that's, that's a really unhealthy choice. Yes. Which they actually kind of make. Yes. Do point that out they, a little they bit. They do. They do make it clear a little bit, but um, but that kind of just gets dropped and goes oh, nowhere. Oh yeah. Yo, like so many things in this movie. As as pretty much. Like, so pretty much once Gabriella gets to New Zealand, like, Yoga Friend is gone. And I I have a bone to pick okay. with these people. Because now, having seen this movie, at this point, I have actually taken some yoga classes. And I wanted to throttle them. Because, like, like they are being so goddamn rude, it pisses me off. The not talking thing. The, the to- yeah, like them just constantly talking and the instructor coming up and being like, shush. To be fair, that's also a pretty big staple in comedies just in general. It is, but like yeah. it never bothered me until, until now. Until, until and like now I've, taken, now I've taken some yoga classes and it's like, no, it is supposed to be quiet time so you could focus on your body and your breathing and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh yeah, they, like my, I have the note of the instructor is absolutely right to yell at them. Um, but um, yeah, then we have like the next morning. I'm gonna tell you, my yeah, notes for yes. the first thirty minutes are two lines, just so you know. I'm like, let go, girl, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I didn't write any of this because I was like, oh yeah, well, I'm to take notes. I'm bored. I'm supposed to be taking notes. I forgot. Well, I mainly just kind yeah. of. Oh, I'm just you're yeah. fine. Well, because this is the first time that like I. Because I have a new tablet and I want to play with it, um, I decided to type up notes instead yeah. of handwriting them. Yeah, um, you're fine. And so I'm able to just, I was able to, things that I would normally just like, eh, whatever, because I don't have yeah. room to write it, like handwrite it down, I was able to just type up a few sentences very quickly. Um, but yeah, then the uh, the office goes belly up because like investors have pulled out. Uh, Gabriella doesn't have any success in finding a job. She goes on a date. With, she goes on another date with Dean, and she makes this suggestion that maybe they should move in together. Because then she can start a home office because and kind of take some time to get yes. to take off. As a and business. yeah, so that she can set up a home office and like strike out on her own as a freelancer. Well, and her big thing is she wants to do. Uh, uh, solar energy, like she wants to do re- reusable energy sources yes. for buildings. Mm-hmm. Like that's her big thing is she wants to do that that kind of thing for homes. Yes. Uh, but Dean gives her the, you, you know I love you, but I need my space. But it's been, she, did she realize that she, she's like, I've been an idiot. It's been two yeah. and a half years and you yeah. haven't done I, anything. I love, I love the line that she has of, you know, she finally like you know, realization hits and, and she says to him, you can't commit to a closet shelf. How can you commit to me? And then basically he's like, but, uh, duh, uh, what? It's just yeah. like, no, you go girl. And she walks away. 
Yes. Clearly she's dismissing it. Like, she's done. He doesn't apparently get that at first. Because he's a man. He's also an idiot. Like, to be fair, he's really dumb. Yeah. There are some questionable choices he makes at the end of this movie. So many. But anyway, um, so yeah, so she, <laughs> which she that, can't find yeah. a job. She's, she's everywhere. She's overqualified um, for. She's, she's either overqualified or she's severely underqualified. Yeah. And um, so she sees that she got this email at the beginning of the movie and now she sees it again. Win and in. The win and in competition, just a small entrance fee and 400 words about why you deserve this in yes. scam. Anyway, like if you got an email that was a win and in for a small entrance fee, like depending on how small I might do it. That's true. It, it doesn't like, tell us how small. That's, no. Okay, that is one thing I liked about this movie. Yeah. It never actually did real numbers. Right. Because that is like a thing. Oh my god. Like, I I love, I've, I'm unashamed that I love a lot of Hallmark movies. But occasionally, occasionally they will actually mention a number. And you're like, no, 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 don't. Well, no. But what was the one, or n- n- this isn't just one, this has been several, where they're like, oh, we've got to get this app up and running. And like, you and I both are like, Oh my god, that's not how apps work. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's all the time. Or like, you, this thing's gone viral and it's got like 100,000 views. And you're like, that's, that's not, not viral. viral. <laughs> like, it's got like 100 views. That's not viral, my friend. Yeah. But anyway. So, so yeah, like so so she does her 400-word essay about how this would be her dream. She always wanted to ho- out home as a child. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. We were English majors and we could do this better. Uh, <laughs> but so she does her... To, she, to be fair, 400 words. Not hard. It's not that hard, but I'm like, if... Yeah. If, we used to have... It, See, I had a weird high school experience. I, I did not know it was weird at the time. Uh, I found out later. <laughs> Sorry, that's always that a bad. great. That's always a great start to a Sorry. story. Well, no, I mean, I didn't know that not every high school taught grammar up through up through high school. Mm-hmm. My high school, I did grammar until I graduated high school. Like mm-hmm. we had, we split it up into different days. We did literature and grammar. Apparently, that's not the case for most high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out once I was at college. Because my, my grammar professor at college was very impressed that my teacher had had us go that long. He had us, but we had to write an essay every week that was at least 150 words. Yeah. Every week. And you had to have a rough draft and a final draft. There are many times, my friends, that my rough draft and final draft looked real similar. <laughs> um, just saying. I would write my final draft yeah. and then write my rough draft after I wrote my final draft. Bad idea, but you got to do what you got to yeah, do in high Yeah, see, schooler. that's because you had a good teacher. Oh, Mr. And, Mr. Rogers was his name. <laughs> and yes, it was a beautiful day in his neighborhood, as my mother loved to make that joke every single time. Of course your She never made did. it to him, but she made it to me every time. But I've, I've he, met your mother. Of course she said he, this every time. He passed a few years ago, but he was probably, like, I had two good teachers at that school, and he was the number yeah. one teacher. But yeah, so like a 400-word essay to me, even when I started college, I was like, oh, okay, that's not a big deal. I mean, like, it's it's not that much. Yeah. Like, it's it's not, but... For, to a lot of people, it would be. For me, the problem would be paring down, down to, to 400, 400 words. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> That's, but, that would be my problem. But, yeah, she wins the contest. Yeah, so, thirteen, like, a 13-hour flight and three bus, three bus rides later. Which begs the question, mm-hmm. who the crap is coming to this inn? If you have to go, like, out into the middle of nowhere... To be fair... A lot of people go on, like, nature adventure vacations. But later we see a different inn, and it seems like her people are permanent residents. Yeah. It just seemed weird to me. That's all. Anyway. No, no, no. I, I get you it. You don't see a lot of visitors in this town. That, that, it's you like, don't? it's like somebody in my hometown opening a B&B, and you're like, why? Yeah. 
the, but yeah, the, there's the nature thing because my family actually lives really close to Buffalo River and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it makes sense, well, but it also but feels like weird. I said, it's it is New Zealand, yeah. and adventure tourism is huge there. That's true. And so the and you know when when we're first introduced to Jake, mm-hmm. you know, he and he thinks that Gabriella is like, are yeah. are you are you sure this is where you're supposed to be? He's like, because Wellington is is that way. Yeah. And so they aren't that far from Wellington. I can see people. That makes sense. That makes sense. It, I hadn't thought about it that way. I was just curious. Yeah. You know, but, I, to me, it makes it like somebody saying like, oh. You know, staying in the city probably more expensive. Like I'll stay, you know, I'll stay about you know fifteen miles outside of town. Yeah, and stay somewhere that's quiet and cheap. Like, but anyway, so yeah, so she arrives. There's no cell phone service. Oh no, I had a feeling that was coming. Mm-hmm. The no cell phone service because she's a city girl and this oh is yeah, naturally city girl versus country. Yeah, my- and- all that stuff. Yeah. My note is she arrives in Beachwood Downs with no cell reception and a runaway suitcase. Yeah. And guy hits her suitcase with a car. Not his fault. Sorry. Basically the suitcase hit him. Yeah. And she acts like he has just, I'm sorry. She is so mean to him. And with very little reason, she's so rude. She, okay. To be fair, she doesn't begin the conversation that way. It's once he starts like, maybe you should do this or you're not yeah. going to find that here that that's when she starts getting prickly with him and, but and he's just but he's not trying to be a jerk he's just telling her he's, i live here i know he's not yeah yeah like yeah. we know like that's not what he's doing but as part of her character and like what we learn is that like but she's one of those people of like you try to tell her like you if you try to like directly tell her like hey this is not going to work yeah she has to find out the hard way yeah like she's like well who are you to tell me what I'm doing yeah. and like she has to do the wrong thing before she does the right thing and so that it yeah I'm you know I'm not making excuses yeah. for her because like, I just found that with. I found that other people could tell her things and she was okay with it, but when Jake did it, she wasn't. And I felt like that was a crowbar. Well, not not Dean, but other than like like I felt sometimes like Shelly, for example, I think's her name. That's that's the difference. Could have shown up and that's the told dif- her, yeah. That's the difference. When women tell her something, she listens. But I felt like that was a <sighs> Okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, no, I, no. I just felt like it was it was something they put in there just so she and Jake could have that that push and pull. And I never felt like it was really No, earned. because like she does it with Norm too. I guess, yeah. But it's because like I I because like I won't go into the whole story, I will tell you off mic, but before I got ready to go on my trip, I had an incident of like real dumbass mansplaining. Mm-hmm. And so when I started watching this movie, I felt it in my soul of like she's somebody who is tired of that because I the men that she works with, yeah. Yeah. Like the true. stuff that she gets from Dean just being in the city, I guarantee she gets it all the time. Oh, yeah. And so th- that's where, that's the angle that, the direction that I came from was, like, she feels like, you know, men telling her to do things, like, let me do it on my own. And so... Okay. I <laughs> I didn't come from it that direction. That's fine. No. It, I didn't see it that way at all. I thought she was really rude to him. Like, because she, she did the Crocodile Dundee thing, and he says different country and he kind of tries to smile it off and she kind of act like that's a huge thing to call a New Zealander an Australian 
not that they're not similar to especially us Americans, but that's kind of a thing. Like Kiwis don't want to be called like they're right. not from Australia. But it's a thing. Yeah, to me that played more yeah. into her being the dumb American than it did like but, her being But like she 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 seemed rash. to take offense when he said different country or whatever. Like it, it seemed like there was nothing he could do. Mm-hmm. Even when he was trying to be nice, there was nothing he could do because he started off and said one thing wrong. All of a sudden he is mm-hmm. the villain in her eyes. And I can't I can't get behind that. That's not who I am. No, like I I'm not saying she's right. Yeah. It was just for me. It was just like, oh, wow. Okay. No, it like for me, it was like, I don't think she's right. I just like, I yeah. see the point of view. Is yeah. He, well, and, and yeah. Like, I guess to me, she just seemed like she was nicer to everybody else except him. And I felt like that was a done specifically so that we can have this, this type of like relationship weirdness mm-hmm. thing. Well, and to be but, fair, like, and we she, thought that it takes too long to help. It, and it does take yeah. too long, but also, because she makes the point later of every time she interacts with him, she's done something embarrassing. Yeah. And so that gets her hackles up of like, she immediately goes on the defensive because that's true. Like she's like, I've humiliated myself. I have to recover. And like, that's her recovery method. That's her recovery. Makes sense. So she gets, she won't let him give her a ride. She can't call a lift because there are no lifts where she is. And she walks into town um, and we meet the best coffee, yeah, show, it's, coffee shop couple in the world. Yeah, I'm. I'm I want to get to them in a second, but like some of the notes that I had, like this first interaction yeah. between um, Jake and which we don't know his name is Jake at this time, but um, is that Jake is like after her suitcase has exploded mm-hmm. and he's kind of helping her, you know, pick up her stuff. Um, and he just mentions that she isn't really the type of mm-hmm. person that they get in Beechwood Downs. And, and he tells her we're more of a work boots type of town. And that's when she kind of bristles at yeah. him. And, um, she said, these are and, work boots and they're like high heels. Like, yeah. Those are not work boots. Um, you may be able to go to work in them, but, but they, they are, are not work, work boots. boots. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like they, you know, they just immediately kind of bristle at one another and, and it's, you know, I'm like, as as I explained to somebody today, I was like, it's like this movie. I was like, it's not horrible. I'm like, it's basically a Hallmark movie with some polish. Um, See, I think it's the other way. I actually has there's Hallmark movies I like better than this by quite but, a bit. Yeah, but there are plenty that oh, we there have are. Seen yeah, of course. That yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Yeah. But they, it's it's essentially like I'm like there. There's no surprises. I'm like this movie is it's it's formulaic. Yeah. It, it doesn't like. Yeah, I mean, it's what you expect. Yeah, yeah. but it's we have it's the stereotypical like city girl country boy disagreement. Yeah, um, you know, but I did love that she you know she thanks him for his help and then starts to walk away. And I love that like as she's as she's walking away, he just says, "No worries, what man doesn't love sweeping in and saving the day?" Yeah. Um, but then then my next note is I am immediately like I immediately fall in love with the gay cafe owners. Oh, they're adorable. Like, they are so funny. And, like, the moment she says what, what the land that probably she now owns, the one of the, like, oh, yeah. I don't know their names. I've got to be honest with you. Okay, their names, uh, the the white one is Peter. Uh-huh. The the Maori one is Manaki. Okay, Manaki. I, I got, I remembered Peter, but I I, I knew that the other one had, had a Maori yeah. name, and I couldn't remember it. Yeah. But, yeah, so Peter drops the, the plate, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, my. I just, they I, were hilarious. Like, I love all of the, like, 
the supporting characters yes. in this movie, they were, they, they were fun. They are absolutely delightful. The, those two and Shelly were my favorites, for sure. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Cause, and that was the other thing about this movie. We haven't gotten there yet. But when we meet Shelly, they actually put, like, a good, healthy girl friendship on there. Yes. I appreciated that. I, I was going to say, like, for... <laughs> With with very few exceptions, something you know, something we have talked about mm-hmm. um, often is that um, that many Hallmark movies tend to be like so white they're practically clear. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And so the like, I appreciate very very much the fact that even though like that there is a that, that this movie had a. Like, it maintained, like, the indigenous integrity of mm-hmm. where it filmed. Yeah. It had, um, it had LGBT characters. Yep. And it had actual, well-rounded, supporting female characters. Yeah. It's like, which, which, that, that is going to give this movie a big bump, in my opinion, that, like, will make up for so many other things that are just wrong. That's fair. But I just, I appreciated those things so much. Like the, the fact that like when they're having that little, like, um, that little like day event or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, at the firehouse. Yeah. And like the fact that there are children doing a haka. I'm yes. like that. I just I got. I was so excited about that. I, I was. I, I was, was gonna mention so that excited. Yeah. I was so yeah. excited to see that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so she. Yeah, she, she gets. They to, give her the directions to the inn to Billbird Inn, and yeah. it doesn't look like the picture. Which yeah, they have in the trailer. She says, uh, "Never trust something." Never touch a profile picture on the internet to <laughs> that effect. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's it's broken down. It's. Not good. Not kept. Not she falls through it's, the. It's seriously dilapidated. She yeah. falls through a step walking in, and then she walks in, and I kind of cracked up because I was like, "There's a lot of crap in this house for it being as old and dilapidated as it is." Yeah. There's there's a lot of like nice stuff in this house that if he was trying to make some money, he should have sold it first and yes. then. But the, yeah, like there's like the, like a like a beautiful like armoire, and like I'm just like, but he didn't sell that. He just. Okay, whatever. I just thought that was. It's like the set dressing did a great job of making this look like a lived-in house. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically the the kind of impression that you get is that it was the place was kind of falling into disrepair. Yeah, when it was shut down. Yeah, because the owner died. Because the owner died, and then it was just you know kind of left there as yeah. it was. Um, but after a uh, after a run in with Gilbert the goat, yep. Uh, Gabriella meets Charlotte, the creepy B and B owner, is what I was, uh, called her. <laughs> Which Char- Charlotte is very. Um, she is the less well rounded character in this movie. Yes, <laughs> she she is she is our villain of the piece. Twirl that mustache, Charlotte. Twirl it. Yes, but like she chewed the scenery so well that like I I couldn't begrudge her. Um, but she is the um, Charlotte is the owner of the um, uh, the T Rose House, which is the only like B and B in town, um, the only functioning B and B in town. Oh, and it's it's such a like we go to it a oh lot later, God. and it's like a stereotypical like supernatural. The dolls have been haunted house. I mean, I 
immediately thought of that Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode where they go to, like, the weekend getaway in Vermont, and it's like, like, we're staying in the room of a thousand dolls. It's like, I thought it would be just kind of funny, but it's actually kind of creepy. Well, there's, there's like that supernatural episode with the house. Yes. There's like all those those dolls in the house that's haunted by a little girl, and yeah, it's creepy. Oh my god! But yeah, uh, anyway. But oh yeah, yeah, just the dolls this, everywhere. I don't know if we actually said it. This does actually film in New Zealand. Like yes, and it, it, it films it's in the it gorgeous. Films, like yeah. that is one thing about this movie. It's filmed in the North Island. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like it is so beautiful. This movie because yeah. of where it's filmed. I love when they do that. Yes. Um. But anyway, so yeah, we get Charlotte <laughs> comes over and basically. It begins hinting that she wants to buy the B&B. Yes. So she tells Gabriella to give her a call once she realizes she's in over her head. Yeah. And so then she go, Gabriella I, goes yeah, to... My, my note is, after a sleepless night and some plumbing issues, Gabriella goes to the hardware store where she runs into the handsome well, man. two things before that. Number yeah. one, when she went to bed that night, who doesn't change the sheets in a house like that? Probably because she didn't have sheets. I guess maybe not. I was, I would have thought she'd. Have, I don't know. But and then she goes in the bed and she sinks into the middle. Who, who brings sheets if they're going to a hotel? That's fair. But she knew it was, <laughs> I think she knew it wasn't operating. But anyway, it was just funny. But yeah, she falls through the middle of the bed because it's, mm-hmm. there's no. Yeah, that was. Funny. I, I've had that happen before. And then apparently the inn came with a car, which I did not realize. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. It's very rundown yeah. Land Rover, and she has to drive on the wrong side of the road, and which that amused me. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that. Okay, that's rarely something you see get right in movies like. You know, somebody goes to England for the first time in their life, but suddenly they can drive on the the yeah. other side of the road perfectly and know how to navigate roundabouts. <laughs> like, yeah. it just doesn't happen. So the fact that she is shit at driving this Land Rover, I appreciate yeah. it. But so, yeah, she goes to the hardware store where we meet Norman. Yeah. And, and she's trying to, re- she also sees Jake again. Yes, and, uh, yeah, because he offers to help her restore rather than replace the tap that she brought and in. She bristles because he's at, like he's trying to. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. he he approached her and like you know she was trying to like open her door. You know, he like he was telling her, like, oh, all you need to fix that is a washer." And she's like, "Yeah, I know." And she tries to pull open a drawer yeah. with the washers, and the drawer just completely flies out. Yeah. Washers go everywhere. Yeah. And and so that's another example of like her humiliating herself in front of him. And so then she goes up to talk to, to Norman, and she's like, do you know any contractors? And, and he goes, oh, yeah, the best one, best one lives right here in town. It's Jake Taylor. That's when we find out Jake's name. Yeah, I, I just love the woman. She's like, okay, can I get his number? And then he just kills Hey, down. Jake, she wants your number. Yeah. Like, hey, Jake, what's your phone number? And she's like, oh, shit. And... She also then introduces the nickname Norm for Norman. Yes, she starts calling him Norm, and he is just the happiest old man. Because she's like, never mind, I don't need it. She pays for her stuff, and she leaves. And he's like, she called me Norm. That, for me, was the moment I was like, okay, I really like Norm. Dang it. I forgot about this. I have a note of that, because she goes to, she goes to, like, the public records uh-huh. office, like to get like blueprints mm-hmm. of of Bellbird and the 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 old lady Hannah um, who's working at this desk. I'm that part. Yeah. yeah, like I just have like a one line note, and suddenly I'm like, hold on. <laughs> like she goes, she goes to the town records, and um and like while she's like looking over blueprints and trying to get an idea of uh, you know what can be done with Bellbird, um 
like the lady kind of hints at like some mystery and like there's some like you know she's like gossiping or whatever and you're like okay what the fuck is going like what what ghost happened? haunts the house oh no that's charlotte says that yeah that was charlotte but like <laughs> so it was like okay there's a deeper mystery to be solved at this it and then it's never, never brought up again. never brought up again never brought up again there are like three or four scenes <laughs> in this movie that you could cut and because like yes. that's a, that's a, the, the pace of this movie was not good it really wasn't Oh. Um, but anyway, so so that half her, I, I didn't even have that in my notes. Cause I forgot about it. So yeah, so she then she's in the uh, the cafe. She goes again, to the cafe and she's working on it, and she gives this impassioned speech to uh, to Menachem and Peter about how she is going to. She announced yes, yeah, she announces her plan that she is going to make Bellbird quote the zero net energy green home I've always dreamed of. Yes, this is going to be the the energy efficient home she's been trying to make for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she starts getting stuff brought out. I love that Norm's like, I'm going to give you a 90-day tab. Yeah, 90 And she's tab. like, wow, that's that's a long time. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, you gave me a nickname, basically. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> and that's he, how everybody does it. And he, he tells her, he's yeah. like, well, that, you know, that, that's how we do it around here. And she's like, that doesn't seem smart, but okay, I'll take it. And and it's, it's and like, you get the idea that, like, he, like, he 100% believes yeah. That that she is going to get this work done and that she's going to repay it. Yep. And um and then we get the introduction of my favorite character. Uh, we get Shelly, the mm-hmm. owner of the nursery. Shelly's fun. Yes. It's just I don't have a lot of notes of like their first meeting, but yeah. Um, so, I mean, they just they meet and then Shelly yeah. and she kind of. They, I'm going to use the Anne Green Gables. They find a bosom friend. Like they they yes. find this like they have this instant almost yes friendship connection thing mm-hmm. and. And they're just like they're off to the races at being friends at that point. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. Like, we, sorry, we have once again like she's um, like she's trying to. We get a montage of her kind of like mm-hmm. working on the place and chasing the goat. And you get a Princess Bride reference in that. Yes. Um, the um, uh, but you know things things aren't. Going well. Yeah, things aren't going well. She doesn't know what she's doing. She says she did, but like, like she may know what she's doing. Like she were in like a, a different place, but this thing is so old and so run down right. that there, there's too much for her to do without and, having the proper, um, not ability because she can do it. She just doesn't have the knowledge. To it's do it. basically like what it amounts to is her, um, you know, kind of the example. Like she goes to the hardware store to pick up a wrench, and mm-hmm. and she. You know, and she just like she goes to the counter, and like Jake is there helping out, and and he tells her he's like, oh, if you're working on the sink at, you know, if you're working on the Bellard kitchen sink, he's like, you're gonna need a five eighths wrench for that, and she's like, no, like this one will be fine, and it's like she she knows what tool to use, just not the specifics. It's like she yeah. like she knows she needs a wrench to do this thing, yeah. but not the specific one that she needs to work on something as old as she has. Yeah. Because in because what she's trying to do is she's trying to she's trying to upgrade. Like she's not necessarily trying to restore at yeah. first. Yeah. And so she's just getting basic tools to get the job done and not getting specifics mm-hmm. that like for for what she actually needs, but um, she can't even like she can't fix the sink. Like she tries, yeah. And- she says, "Yeah, it seems I can't fix a simple kitchen sink, much less realize my dreams of an eco friendly solar solar powered in." Yeah, 
And um, and then she winds up going to Charlotte's. Yes. To have tea. Because Charlotte, Charlotte, once again, gives her, like, a number. And we mm-hmm. don't see it, which I appreciate. Yes. Offering to buy it. And she's like, oh, I'll think about it. Like, let me think about it kind of thing. Creepy dolls. We are talking about that, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there is that one moment, though, that, that hints at something deeper with Charlotte. <laughs> when Charlotte mentions her husband is deployed. He's a yeah. he's a navy captain, I think, or something. And he, but he's deployed to Antarctica, mm-hmm. and and Gabriella just goes, "You must miss him." And she she like gets this like strange look on her face, like kind of why would I? <laughs> and then she just says, "Sometimes," and then goes to pouring the tea. I, I, like I completely forgot about that, that moment. Just I was like. Wow, there's something, like, I want to know what's happening here, but I'm also terrified of it. Well, okay. To to be perfectly fair, I can think of at least two couples that we know who, who basically got married not long out of college that um, I think of these couples and I, I look at the women and go... You absolutely 100% do not need your husband. <laughs> it's like, but you're married to him, so you'll keep him. Because, <laughs> like, I just, like, I look at them and think, you are, you are much more capable than the man the way, you married. The way she said it, it was almost like there was, like, a, why would I miss him? Why would I want him here? I wouldn't want him here. <laughs> yeah. Like, just the way that she said that delivery, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. like, there's something here, but we're never going to explore it again, are we? And no, we are not. Yeah. Just like so many things in this movie, it will never be fully explored. <laughs> Um, to be fair, it kind of didn't need it. Like, yeah. As, oh yeah, as as it was a, just funny as a throwaway, it's yeah. so much better. And then we go back to Shelly again. Like she's buying stuff at yes. Shelly's, and we find out Jake has a tragic backstory. Yeah, as oh. driven other girls away. Um, <laughs> I was gonna sing it. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. You ruined it now. I'm sorry. I, I literally wrote it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I wrote it down. No, no it's in but, my yeah. notes too. Yeah. So and but yeah, we get Jake's tragic backstory yeah. is that his long term like high school sweetheart, uh, Megan died three years earlier, and he hasn't taken a chance on love since. And I don't buy that he and Shelly are the same age, but that's okay. Maybe I should. I just didn't. Or were they not the same age? Just went to school together. Uh. Damn it! I don't remember. It's at some. It, I can't remember if she if Shelly says it to Jake or Charlotte at the end of the movie. I no no. I'm sorry. She says it to Charlotte. Sh- Charlotte is the one who says it to Shelly. Who yeah. says to Shelly, "We've known each other since kindergarten." Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I was like, but I mean, yeah, just been in school with them. I was, yeah, they, he, they were. I think he's a few years younger than him, but he's that. I think he's a few years younger than them. I said it backwards. Yes. But, but anyway, so yeah, so that. She tells that tragic story to to Gabriella, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Gabriella sees him in a new light and is willing to give him more of a chance. Yeah, and so like she had to find out the tragic backstory before she would let him talk to her. Well, yeah, it's like that's, that's just, but so so she goes to to the cafe and it's yes. rugby night, so she has to sit yes. outside, and it leads to her and Jake having to share a table. Yes, I just and I love Peter and Monaki. They're so they're much. great. They're they're one of the best things in this movie. Yes, um, absolutely. But yeah, so um, then several of the town. Yeah, uh, well, oh yeah, she gets sick. Before well, hold on. Um, yeah. When you know she and Peter are having to, or not Peter, but uh, she and Jake are having to share a table because it you know crowded them have a lot of space. And Peter comes over to kind of like take their order, and and she asks you know well what's what do you have tonight? And you know and he asks like it, it says like there's some sort of like curry, there's like seafood, there's. Uh, you know, like some like lamb, but you know, and just this list of like three or four things, and 
and she just kind of, I guess I should just have a salad. And Jake, Jake just kind of was like, a salad's not dinner. <laughs> and she's like, you know, you're right. And so like they, they agreed to have quote the works, which is a little bit of everything. everything yeah. And so they, um, uh, you know, they, they, they they finally, like, relax around each other and, like, yeah. start having an actual conversation. Um, and, like, then, like, they end up walking around town together and just kind of talking. And he, Jake tells her that he spent some time in London. He went to uh, uni in Australia, but that ultimately he just kind of missed the country. And, yeah. like, he wanted to come back. Um, but, yeah, she, <laughs> while they're at... Uh, the cafe, and then later, like, while they're walking, she kind of sneezes a couple of times, yeah. and, everybody's, and everybody just keeps asking her, like, are you getting sick? And she's like, no, of course not. I don't get sick. She is And the very next shot, after saying, I don't get sick, is, I can't believe I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I absolutely love this, is that, um, is that immediately, you know, like, she, she's basically, like, she, she, she's sick, and she's just miserable, mm-hmm. and she's, She's nowhere near home, like, and this place is, like, run down, and, like, her sink doesn't work, so, like, she can't even fill, like, the kettle at the sink. She's gonna have to go fill it in the bathtub. And then Shelly arrives with Dr. Corey to, like, for, for a house call. Because Shelly, th- th- Dr. Corey keeps coming in, and finally, uh... Gabriella pointed out to Shelly, he likes you. Yeah. Well, he just comes in. He's just a very avid gardener for a man that has no land. <gasps> yeah. That, oh my god, I love that. And moment. so then after that, um, she and, and she asked Doctor Court, like, like they finally start dating. So they yes. Are, so yeah, yeah. So so Shelly brings Shelly brings Doctor Corey on a house call, and and also gives Gabriella an electric kettle, and and then immediately like as soon as like they're trying like. Dr. Corey is, like, standing there, like, examining her, like, examining Gabriella, and then Manaki enters with Kumara Curry soup, and, and she's like, wait, how did you know, and, like, how did you know if I was sick, and Dr. Corey basically says, like, he's like, oh, well, he's like, I called him, he's like, to, to bring, a, like, to bring over the soup, because, mm-hmm. you know, the spice is in it, it will help clear your head, yeah. and, um, and, like, Minaki just has this thermos, and he pours her a cup, and, like, is just standing there making her drink it, while Dr. Corey continues to examine her, all of this standing in the kitchen of the inn, um, and then, because it's not chaotic enough, Jake walks in. Because Shelly texted him. Because Shelly texted him, and, um, and Jake hands her a jar of honey from his own bees. Honey for the tea. She's, and she just kind of turns and looks at, and looks at Shelly, she's like, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm here to fix your sink. Yeah, and she, and I love that, like, like, I don't know why, but, like, this moment meant a lot to me, mm-hmm. was, you know, like, they're all just, like, puttering around, like, they're doing their own thing, and, you know, Minaki and, and Shelly and Jake are, are in the kitchen, and Shelly is, you know, trying to set up the kettle, and, you know, Minaki is, is, you know, getting, putting together the soup, and, like, Jake is starting to fix the sink, and Dr. Corey is still standing there examining her, and, and like I said, it's just all this kind of chaos, and she just has this moment of, you see this kind of like look of anxiety on her face for a split second and she just kind of freezes and she is shamed like in a, 
in a shamed tone, she tells them that she's running low on cash. And she's like, you know, guys, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but like, I'm, I'm running low on cash. I can't really pay you. And just immediately they all kind of chime in with, you know, no love. Like we're here because we're your mates. As long as you're here, you're fauna. You're one of us. We look after our own. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I loved that moment. Like it, for what, for one of these types of movies, it felt real. That was a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and so when she, when she wakes up the next morning, she has, she has her electric kettle and her sink is fixed. And Jake also fixed the broken counter is clean. The counter is clean. It wasn't before. Like the the whole room looks a little bit better. Not that they did a lot, just that they, you know, picked up, they pulled it together. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, and, I don't have anything else till I till we get to I don't remember what happened. Um after that it's the um Is it the the, it's, the fire department? Yeah, the Haka. I do okay, that's what Yeah, the Haka. Um, and then we learned that's where we learned Jake is the trifecta. He's a nice guy, he's a contractor, and he's the volunteer fire chief. Yes. Plot that could have gone. Just fan it out right now. The fire thing does not need did to be in this not, movie. It did not. Thank you. Okay. No, like when that happened, like when that happened at the end of the movie, I like yeah. literally went, "I'm sorry, the fuck." But but he, we had to just hear that he's the fire chief, that he's the volunteer fire chief. That had to be well. Like to be fair, they're all volunteers. they're all volunteers. I know. Like it's such a small town. I know, but but yeah. So he and and he's sitting in a dunk tank. She dunks him. Yay for her. Because uh, he kind of makes a crack about her not being able to to do oh, it. He's, he's doing the thing, like he's he's, he's ra- doing it on purpose. He's, yes, yeah, he's supposed to do. Yeah, he's, he's razzing the people who are throwing softball and at him. So she takes the ball from the kid that was actually paid for his turn and throws it. And she's like, "I may not have mentioned I was the pitcher on my softball team." And yeah, he's just like, "Fair." Um, but um, it's during all of this, you know, like uh, she asks him to collaborate with her on the Bellbird and. I did like this line of, um, or the, this little conversation between them because she, she tells Jake, I'm learning that there's a difference between someone thinking I'm helpless and someone genuinely offering me help. And she says, so go on, say it, say, I told you so. And his response is no, I've learned the hard way that you don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. Besides it start the, it would start this partnership off on the wrong foot. And I'm going to say this. This movie could have been, the rest of it could have been montages of fixing the place, and then they get together at the end. That would have been mm-hmm. an okay movie, and I'd have been fine with it. <laughs> just so we're clear. Yeah. Because, like... Because, at the, like, there's just so much unnecessary padding at uh, the beginning. Huh. And, that, and coming up, there's some unnecessary padding. Agreed. Because the next thing, they, <laughs> they start, like, working on the house. By the way, the whole town ships, Jake and Gabriella. You oh, can absolutely. see that. Um, um, but, but then they they're, find some old letters in a wall. Well, before that, he, um, Jake, like, straight out asks her what her plans are. He wants to know if she's going to stay or if she's going to leave once the inn is operational. And she tells him that she has to get, that she has her real life to get back to. And so he, she says that and his tone immediately changes and he goes, okay, We'll split the work, the cost, the profits, 50-50, and we sell it. Yep. And, and so, yeah. So now, like, it is a business arrangement. And so we have a montage of them quibbling over history versus future. Yeah. You know. There's, there's a montage. And, and I love um, uh, Menaki comments to Peter. And, then, like, 
it's so meta, but I fucking loved it. Minaki comments to Peter. He's like, I can't quite make out if they're meant to fall in love or kill each other. That's what I wrote. The town <laughs> ships them. That, that yes. was the moment. I was like, yep. Um, and then that's when uh, Gabriella finds old love old love letters stuffed in the wall. The Which, end. in the parentheses, I went, not another plot, please. I know. But, because I was afraid they are going to, like, mystery this out about who these letters come from. They don't do that. Instead, it's much more pointless than that. Yeah. To me. It's, on the one hand, I appreciate it, yeah. because that's just the kind of thing that I enjoy. Yes, yeah. Because, and... <laughs> <laughs> I would be sitting there on the floor reading those letters had I come across them. Like, that right. would be me. Well, and to, to, like, this is something that I have realized about myself is, that, and, like, in recent weeks, is that, like, I've always known it, but I, I have taken stock recently and realized that, like, if I'm reading fic, I just want pointless domesticity. <laughs> you don't want plot? I don't necessarily want plot. And so Good to know for future fix that I have you about three to five. Just so, skip the plot. But basically the the things of like um you know, the um it's just like for example like a uh just like a thick idea that I have had rattling around in my head of like two characters, like nothing's happening. It's like, they are literally just like having a conversation and arguing over like, like who is the worst cook? Like they're both terrible, but somebody has to cook and neither one of them wants to do it. It's like, that's like the entire, like I have no plot. It's just that. Mm -hmm. And so like when it got to this whole thing, I was like, I was literally thinking this is so dumb, but I want it. <laughs> like just this useless plot thread of them having these love letters that I'm like, okay, I'm like, we're going to take some time. They're going to read the love letters. They're good. You know, we're going to, you know, like they're going to get feelings. I was like, I'm okay with this, but like, actually seeing it play out i'm like oh my god can we pick this up let's right? go okay yes so, so but they don't read them first they They're don't like, she's like, i feel like it'd be snooping and she doesn't read them which i um i did love the conversation that they have though yeah um it's because i, I can't remember what um like you're sorry i my notes ran together. Um, it, she finds these. She finds these love letters in the wall, and Jake explains that it's an old custom, like concealing or mm -hmm. burying items in the structure of a house. And so, um, over some very soft romantic piano music, um, he starts explaining it's called um, immurement. And uh, that the ancient Egyptians would leave artifacts entombed in the pyramid walls of the pharaohs. And some say it's superstition. Some say it's good luck. I say it's a thread linking the past to the future. A house remembers everyone who ever lived in it. And and, I did, and so I did kind of love this moment of like, you know, he, he's telling her all of this. And as I said, there's some very soft romantic piano music playing. And um, Gabriella accuses him of gazing wistfully. And he's yeah. like, I no, I, I've never... Um, you we're gazing. Yeah. yeah. And so they banter, but they're, you know, exchanging these looks. And so they start making some, um, you know, they start making compromises with one another. Um, they save the, the uh, fireplace. Yes. And I was just about to get to that. Mm -hmm. Is that, um, um, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm just burying my soul in this episode, apparently. Um, but the, we have them, uh, decided to fix up the original fireplace 
um, and Jake got online and he found tiles that match the originals. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're putting down these tiles like in front of, you know, in front of the hearth. And so like he, he's kind of laying the tiles and she's, you know, putting in the grout and like, she's having some trouble with it. And so he, um, I, <laughs> my, and um, part of this comes from like, just having conversations with Tila lately. It was like, my note was like, hand touching. <laughs> and um, it was like, and then they have some more wistful gazing. I must have just been in a weird mood today when I took my notes. Cause I was just like, smoothing grout is not actually sexy guys. No, no, <laughs> it's not. But literally it's like, she's having trouble with it. Yeah. And like, he just reaches over and like put his hand, hand on, on hers, yeah. put his hand on hers and like helps her like smooth out the grout. Wait, I like rolled my eyes. Normally I don't. Normally I'm not like that. Yes. But today I was just like, oh my God. No, no, no. But no, it's the, but it's, my note was, um, like, and then we get the line from the trailer, and it's the kind of line that just always makes me go weak in the knees of Gabriella, she, she's, Gabriella says she's a beaut in reference to the tiles, and Jake says she sure is, while looking directly and longingly at Gabriella, (laughs) and I'm like... Okay, you got me there. Well, Jake's good looking, so he can deliver that line and it be okay. Yes. Sometimes that line does not work. It worked in this case. Right. But um, then they they have to run to his house to get some stuff. This singing in the car is my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> favorite scene in the movie. No lie. I felt like that was the most real scene yes, in the whole thing. Oh my god. The two of them driving... <laughs> two of them driving like they're dancing sing. and singing in the car they're singing they're singing to the dip yeah <laughs> i dip you dip we dip yeah oh my god and they're just going and they're having a ball with it oh yeah and it I, that was my favorite point in the movie because like it mm-hmm. just looked like his grin him laughing at her <laughs> yes. did not feel like they were acting like i feel like that no. was actually just happening the, and they did it because it's one of those moments and like we haven't really talked about it but like for the fact that, like, this is a movie full of, like, mostly, like, unknown actors. Yeah. And, like, and, uh, <laughs> and then it's a movie, that it's a movie cast with, like I said, relative unknowns yeah. and, and basically, like, just New Zealand locals. Yeah. Everybody in this cast has, like, really good chemistry. Like, yeah, they, they give a good performance. They, all, yeah. they, they work really well together. Now, the, the main guy has been in stuff. Adam has been in, uh, yeah. he was in Unreal for a few episodes, mm-hmm. which was a show on, I think it was Lifetime, about like a Bachelor type show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried I, to watch it and couldn't I remember it. you telling me about it, but, uh, but it he, was... So he's, been, he's done stuff like that. Funnily enough, Dean was also in Unreal. I thought that was a weird <laughs> connection. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, they, they end up going to, they end up going to Jake's house and and he says it's a house that his uh, his grand built in the '60s, and I, I did love this moment because um, it, it's just kind of a, a callback to like to various other like OTP kind of banter that I always enjoy. Uh-huh. Which is he says, "You remind me of my of my grand." Is it because of my pioneer spirit? It's because you're both impossible. Um, but they go in, he we he explains more of his tragic backstory mm-hmm. and he says that he moved out that he moved into this house after his girlfriend Megan passed. Um Megan didn't like the rural life, so they rented a place in town, but after she died, he moved back. Mm-hmm. And so um it's like that's that's about it. They yeah. literally just like grab a toolbox that was sitting on the chair right next to yeah, the Yeah, they didn't the even need to come all the way in. Nope. He wanted to show his place off. No, that I totally get. And and because because like there's a whole thing of like ha- like there's a taxidermy possum like yeah they have the a whole hall. conversation about that. Yeah. And, uh, 
But yeah, so and and all that. But yeah, so we get they, more of them working on the house. And the next thing I have is when the thing lands on her, mm-hmm. and and she thinks it's a snake. She panics, which I would do. Yes. And but then he tells her, as she collapses on top of him, and they have that rom com rom com. Yeah, because what it is is that you know this thing lands on her. Which, to be fair, I thought it was a snake. I did too. Which, yeah, because it's basically like some kind of like tubing. Yeah, it has that that. But it has that sort of like pattern rep- type, yeah, it, pattern type thing. It, yeah. But um, because I actually there was a woman who went to my church when I was a kid, and uh, she and her husband were having some like work done at the front of their house, and so they kept having to go out the back door, like out the sliding glass door. And one day, um, she like her husband went out, uh-huh. and she came out behind him. Closed the sliding glass door and then felt something land on her. Uh uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. don't touch yeah, yeah. yeah. it. And it looked and like there was a snake that like slithered yeah. down her arm and like through her fingers. And so uh. that was exactly what like what I thought was happening. You don't understand, listeners. <laughs> I am freaking terrified of snakes. I grew up where there are copperheads, which are a poisonous snake. And then water moccasins at the yes. at the river that I live near. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't care if it's not poisonous. I don't care if it won't bite me. You're a liar, and it's a snake. I say no. My mother and I have the same opinion of snakes, which is the only good one is a dead one. I feel mostly the same way about spiders. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Mm-mm. listeners. I can tell you a couple of really funny stories about <laughs> our um, our. Um, my, our friend Anne. Um, so hit me up on Twitter if you want to hear that story. Um, <laughs> Anne, I love you. Don't hate me, but it's a hilarious story. But yeah. Um, so, but then he informs her after she collapses on top of him. Well, yeah, because like it's a whole thing. Yeah, like she leans she, back and is gonna like die. Well, like she's almost yeah, pale. Because the because the this thing this tubing like lands on her. She flips the fuck out as you would. She scurries backwards and she bumps into the porch railing and it gives way, she starts to fall off the porch into a pile of debris. Into a pile of debris with, like, very sharp boards There's, like, a long up. board sticking up straight, yes. like, she's going to impale on it. Yes. And, and he grabs her by the hand and it, pulls her he in. Grab, yeah. And, like, the momentum, like, topples them over. And they rom-com fall. Yes. On top rom- of each other. They, they rom-com fall. And then he tells her there are no snakes in New Zealand. And I went, really? <laughs> Suddenly, I'm much more interested in traveling to New Zealand. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they have a they have a moment, and um, and then their the near, yeah, their near kiss is interrupted by Gilbert. I thought you were um, my friend. I, I will say, like a little bit later, I I actually did have a laugh when uh, when they were painting the stairs. <laughs> like they're they're just they're sitting yeah. step, and like he's painting the step below hers, oh, and like yeah, she yeah. she kind of like brings her brush down. To like to to brush an area of his step, and he just immediately like smacks her hand away. He's like, "Hey, uh, uh-uh, no fly zone. This is my area of total artistic expertise." Yeah, <laughs> like it, I don't know why it was it just was one funny. Of, it was one of those little moments of just like banter and chemistry that just worked so well. Yeah. And then he asks um, her out right after that. Yeah, and he asks her. He tells her get some some boots, some proper boots. <laughs> yep. And he asks her out. She says yes. And You're then we take see a holiday. her and Shelly uh, in the store, and they're they're talking. They're doing. The- oh, oh, yes. Sorry, you skipped. Like they're they sorry, have no, no, no. They um, like before he you know declares tomorrow a holiday, and like you know yeah. asks her to to go out and do stuff with him. They're kind of just sitting down and and like drinking some beers and 
winding down and um and she asks him about his interest in fixing up old places and he tells her i always took to building things you know creating something from nothing and after megan was gone and after i'd finished the reno and grant's place i found i liked fixing broken things the most you know the buildings others gave up on it's hard work but it makes me feel a little less um and she finishes for him a little less broken and he says yeah something like that and so he he asked basically it's like he's like okay i've i've opened up and told you things now like tit for tat you tell me something and she tells him that you know things weren't exactly stellar in san francisco and so she entered the contest and you know now um the place has grown on her and um but he jake says that since new zealand hasn't done its job of convincing her to stay that tomorrow they're uh you know, tomorrow they're, they're going to, they're going to go out. Mm -hmm. And that's when Shelly asks Gabriella if it's a date and Gabriella's not sure. So they're doing like the girl talk yeah. thing and they find her shoes and they're wandering up. She left yeah, her, yeah. her bag and, and her phone sitting on the thing. And Charlotte has snuck in and is listening to everything. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte twirl mustache here, uh, takes the phone and texts Dean. Here's where Dean's a moron. Mm-hmm. Dean and, and she, Dean, Dean and Gabriella have been talking. Like, yeah. she has made it very clear they are not together anymore. They can be friends. And maybe when she comes back to San Francisco, they can reevaluate. But right now, they're yeah. not anything. And so, Charlotte, to get rid of, because she's thinking if she gets rid of Gabriella, she can buy the inn and make her own empire. Oh. <laughs> it was so dumb. Oh. And so she texts Dean and says, I'm done texting about this. If you want to, if you want to convince me, you, if you really love me, you come here and convince me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh no. Like, mm -hmm. oh no. Well, we saw it coming. We did, but I still hoped it wouldn't. I can hope. And then, because like, see, to me, that requires a follow-up text. <laughs> like, like, a, are you sure? Or, or something, just some kind of follow-up text mm -hmm. of some type. Or a call to say what day is convenient. Or <laughs> he doesn't do any of those things. No. Because he's Dean. But anyway, so yeah. they, they go. See, I thought he was going to show up at the end of their picnic. That's I, I, I thought he was, too. So, yeah, so I she picked. texts Dean. Um, and then we get the New Zealand travel montage. Come visit New Zealand. Yes. Um, I can't believe there's so many. The, all these places are in one place. And I was like, okay, this is the travel brochure. Like, yeah, yeah. like 30 seconds of the show. Um. But yeah, Jake, like, he takes Gabriella on kind of like a nature tour. Yeah. And they end up, uh, they end up on the beach with a picnic. And I did love the moment, like, he's, uh, revealing all of the goodies that he packed in, quote, the chili bin, which is a cooler. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that, like, she did, she's like, you're just making this shit up, basically. Yeah. Like, like these aren't, these aren't now. actual words. Yeah. Like, you're just making these up to, like, you know, so that I think New Zealand, you know, so that I'll think New Zealand is adorable. And he's just like, no, it's the actual things. Um, was that Vegemite Sammy's? Yes. Uh, oh my god, I can't remember. But the, the Vegemite Sammy's is what I remember the most. So I was like, nope, pass. Vegemite's pretty good. I don't like Vegemite. <laughs> Consistency. Can't do it. Well, Okay. You spread it on in a very thin layer. Mm -mm, can't do it. Honestly, like, the best thing to use Vegemite for is, like, you put it in some, like, very hot water and basically make, like, a tea out of it. And, like, it's it's very good, like, warming, like, broth. 
Anyway, sorry, that's a whole that's Fine. a whole sidebar. And then we um, have the old letters. Yeah, um, they we have a montage right after a montage. We have ten seconds of conversation followed by another montage <laughs> of them reading the love letters from Lion yeah. and Firefly. Uh-huh. That's how they sign their letters. Yep. I I <laughs> yeah. Um, they read. We have all this back and forth of them reading. It's World War they're World War One letters. letters. Yeah. Um, and the letters end abruptly with the implication that Lion died in the war. Yeah. And Gabriella kind of, she's like, but, but no, I, I want to know what happened. And, and this is, but they lived happily ever after. I just decided yeah, to think. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, you know, she, she's like, but no, like that, that can't be how it ends. Like I have to know. And so like, <laughs> I appreciated this little conversation, like, at, at the end of reading these letters, because, like, to me, it says a lot about the characters, because she she's like, but no, I want to know what happened. And so he immediately comes through with an answer and says, well, okay, we can check the historical records. And then she, then she changes her mind and says, no, no, no. Like, I don't want to know the truth. Like, I, like, I want to, like, I would rather imagine a fairy tale ending. <laughs> and... Um, I, I don't know why, like, it was just one of those moments of, that I, that I just realized of like, okay, you know, she, she has, you know, she has the dreams and he has the answers mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, I liked it, but they, um, they kind of, they settle back down and they admit to one another that working on the end together has made them both happy, the happiest that they've been in a long time. And so then they kiss and run out into the ocean to play in the surf. As the sun goes down. Yes. Pretty, pretty, pretty. They go back to the, to the house and she gets a call from Chad. Who's, who's already called her once and he's got a business opportunity. He's offering her VP or uh, it was executive VP. I think it's just VP of, of, no, it was executive. It was ADP. ADP. Of, of doing what she's wanted to do, like, she'll be able to go build these kind of houses, yada, yep. yada, yada. And Starts she, in two weeks. And, she's gonna think about it. And she's like, I'll think about it. And when she says, I'll think about it, his face falls like, like, Jay, yeah. Jake, you'd act like, Jake acts like she's already taken the job. Yeah. And she's like, I need to think about it. This is a huge opportunity. It's something that she believes in. And it's a huge opportunity for her. And, <laughs> and he just is like, no. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've got the dialogue. Um, after after she hangs up, Jake immediately questions why she would want to work for a jerk like Chad, and she says, well, because it's an awesome opportunity, and he says, oh, so that's it. Back to America, back to the hamster wheel, working for some soulless corporation. And she just, she doesn't quite get why he's overreacting, which, yeah, I'm on her side there. Um, because he's alert. I know, yeah. but he, but she says, I came here on a temporary visa. I wasn't planning on staying. Our deal was a 50-50 split. We flip the in and then we sell it. And once again, he's just, he's a little, he's angry. And he says, I thought you'd discovered something here in New Zealand. Maybe something about yourself. Just something. But it's all about the bottom line with you, huh? And that's just soulless. And she says, you're calling me soulless when you're the one who's put up walls so that you don't have to care about anything or anyone. And he leaves. Yeah, and, and he storms out. They both start to text each other apologies. I do. I, don't. I liked, I like, I immediately knew, like, as soon as he storms out, I have the note of like, oh, great. Here comes the moping montage. But I really liked the way, how, the way that it was done. Like, as, as far, because 
Because, God, like, moping montages are the worst. They're the worst, and they're a fucking dime a dozen. And we get at least one in every rom-com we watch. Uh The fact that, like, in this one, it's, you know, Gabriella, it's like she's typing out a text message to Jake and telling him, you know, like, I'm sorry, like, sometimes I don't think before I say things. And as she's typing, he picks up his phone because he's going to text her, and he sees... The he sees the ellipses that yeah. she's typing, and then it just then she erases the text and it stops. And so then he starts to type out a message to her of you know saying like you know I'm sorry sometimes I push too hard and blah blah blah. And so she sees the ellipses and that he's texting, and then he erases his text message. And so they're both just kind of. <laughs> and then they finish the house like that's, yeah they they, they, they continue the working together they speak when they have to and they finish the house yeah and it's time for the open house kind of thing like that's what they say yep um and um and she leaves a giant hole in the wall with the letters that really irritated did that irritate you too i was like what is she dude i understand putting it back in the wall i'm totally fine putting it back in the wall but you left a giant gaping hole behind a painting yeah my stepdad was a construction worker. Like I, I've been on many job sites with him. I'm like, I that annoys. What's going to happen when the new owners decide they don't want the picture of the lady who used to own the house there? Mm-hmm. They're going to go. Oh, there's. What? They see a hole and some studs and yeah. <laughs> these At least letters. make like a, a like a what's the word like a door hinge or something on there. Like you can make it into like a little cabinet if that's what you want to do. Fine. I was like, yeah. Like my thought was, you know, put the put the um. Put the portrait on some hinges. Make like put a hidden safe in there. Something. Yeah. Maybe um, if you just put like a little hinge on the wall. Like, yeah, that'd be fine. But you need to close that crap up, kids. But yeah, Sorry. no, no, no. It is seriously like an eleven by seventeen hole. Yeah, it's huge. It's just, <laughs> these are like it's, a little packet of letters. Yeah, and like I said, it is straight up like an eleven by seventeen hole. And it's that that made me stupid mad. Yeah, and then she just hangs the portrait over. That made it, me and I'm like, stupid mad. I was oh, like, yeah. what is happening? Oh, me too. But anyway, um, so but they they Jake the and Ga- yeah, they're they're having the open house. Jake and Gabriella they're about to reconcile, and then dun dun dun, Dean, Dean appears. Dean shows up, and, and he brought a buyer. Charlotte got it backfired on her, which just, I love that. Like the, everything backfired on Charlotte. Yeah, because because the, the buyer is from Melbourne, and they want to expand into New Zealand, and. They are the Melbourne Holdings or something like that. Mel, yeah, Melbourne and, and they're going to expand into yeah. New Zealand. So this looks like they might be just the kind of place they're looking for. So she's mm-hmm. and Charlotte's face is the best. <laughs> I'm like just desserts, my dude. Yes, um, but so they. They they give a tour of the house. Shows how eco friendly it is and everything. Yeah, it goes well. Um, the Melbourne company the, wants to buy. Yeah, the. Um, um while while they're giving this tour of the house you know like um they um uh like they're like they get to the fireplace and like they're talking about talking about that and um you know and gabriella admits uh jake taught me that just because something's broken you don't throw it away i've learned that the kiwi way of life is about fixing fixing up what's not working and treasuring what's worth saving and so you know, it's it's like okay, we're 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 mending some bridges here. Yeah, and and, and they they make eyes at one another, and and Jake 
ads. Like, and I credit Gabriella for restoring the old in soul. And the the uh, the dealer makes a um, makes an offer, um, but like Jake and Gabriella kind of like they go into another room to kind of start like to discuss it. And before they get anywhere, fucking Dean. Butts like, come on, in. babe, let's celebrate. You're a rich woman now. Yeah, like, Dean just fucking butts in. And so Jake just goes, yeah, sure, we have a deal, and then fucking runs out. And Shelly stops him, and she goes, you're going to lose her, basically. Yeah. Like, and and she, she just straight up asks him, you know, like, because basically Jake like, is have like... You told him how, have you told her how you feel? And he's like... you haven't done everything. No. <laughs> and she basically, like, gives him the, like, get back in there. Like, yeah. you ain't done. And he's about to. And, and then, then the goddamn fire yeah, alarm. We could have ended the movie... Yes! Here. Like, he goes back in, he does the thing, we're done. We don't need anything else, then, right? But instead, we have 15 minutes of pointless. So they go back, her her tea room's on fire, sad, sad, sad. <laughs> uh, we have the moment where Jake has to heroically rush into the fire to save the old man who probably set the fire. Yes. Because he's the old, isn't he the old man who yeah, was asleep he was, with a cigarette? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. So he comes in, and like, there's a big explosion, and you think for a second what? Jake died, and I thought, that'd be a fun twist. I know! <laughs> Ah, this is why we're friends. But yeah, um, just like that would end the movie. Because um, I was looking for anything that would yeah, end the like movie we have, at this point. Basically, we like th- this is the series of events in like 90 seconds. We have um, Jake rushes in to save the life of the man still inside. Charlotte rushes in to save her dolls. Gabriella rushes in to pull out Charlotte. Fire explodes out of a top floor window. Jake rescues old man. It's all a very dramatic 90 seconds. And nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. Nothing really mattered at all. It's- Except for that she had this stricken moment when she thought Jake might have died. Okay, we didn't need it. Sorry. We, we, we already it. know the, how she feels, and she already knows yes. how she feels. You don't um, need the almost death to do, like, oh, it's dumb. Oh, I know. So then, um, uh, Gabriella gives Dean the boot. Thank says God. she's not her person. Uh... I, really? I thought it was really weird that Dean never mentioned the text. Like, well, if you felt this way, why did you text me to come prove it? Yeah, I know. Like, I wanted that. Like, because I was like, they need that. Like, and then, granted, Charlotte admits to it later, but I didn't but want Dean, that. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dean dumb. Yeah. Like, anyway, so. The, Dean was completely pointless to this movie after a certain point. Yeah. Well, and then she mentions, like, they're in the place and she. They, and, they, go, they go to the bank to sign the deal with the woman from Melbourne. And Gabriella mentions, because something happens, Gabriella mentions the signs that are all there. This is the first time in the whole movie uh-huh. she has mentioned signs. That is stupid, stupid bad writing. You don't put that in there. That's got to be, that's going to be sprinkled through the whole movie if you want that to matter. Uh huh. Sorry. I'm really angry about, like, the last, oh, last 15 this movie brought the score down. Like, I was pissed at the last 15 minutes of this movie. I was like, this is dumb. As soon as you said it, I remembered, oh yeah, that is a thing. I just completely, I was like, oh, yeah, that was supposed to be a thing, well, apparently, and just fair, kept moving. To be fair, I have, like, a super, like, <laughs> because of things in my actual personal history, people doing signs... I don't like it anyway. And if you're going to do it in the movie, you need to establish it. Not just all of a sudden. There's all these signs telling me that I should do this. Okay, what? The only movie that we have covered of like anybody having signs to do anything is Fool's Rush In, and that's the only time it's been handled decently. That's handled well. But like I've watched other ones, and it just makes me so mad. Because like I know people in real life who use signs as a justification for crap. And I'm like, no. See, it's I was watching something the other day, and it's like you flip a coin, and you say heads or tails, and that's your decision. Like that that's the decision you do. And then you know how when you see how it falls, you actually know the decision you want to make. Like it's not a sign. 
I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. I've seen it in other things too. This happened to be a Tom Cavanaugh thing that I was watching. <laughs> he was t- trying to talk to someone about how they could make a decision. He's like, one decision is the is heads, one decision is tails. You flip the coin, and when it comes up, and depending on how you feel about how it comes up, tells you what you really wanted yeah. to do. And to me, that's not signs. Like, but that's no. but that's the way a lot of people but interpret signs. It, if that it's makes not sense. a sign. It's a point of clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. What I'm saying is she wants to do these things, so she is seeing them in that way yeah. because that's what she wants. Well, yeah. Like, it's, to introduce she, that in the dialogue here yeah. makes no damn sense. Oh, I know. Anyway, but sorry. I'm, honestly, I'm off my rant. Honestly, I completely glossed over it. I yeah. paid no attention to it. Just, but because because earlier when she and um when she and Shelly were like were shopping for like clothes for her to wear out with Jake. Like, she tells Shelly, um, because, like, they're talking about, like, because Shelly is going to be on the committee for the Harvest Festival, and she wants Gabriella to join her, and Gabriella said, like, then they suddenly remember, oh, I won't like, be she, here, yeah. yeah, like, I won't be here, and, and Gabriella makes the point of, she's like, but, you know, the more that I think about leaving, the more that I want to stay. Yeah, so she and already so, wanted to stay, so the signs thing doesn't really yeah. work for me, but anyway, I'd but, rather it just be her decision, rather than, I'm seeing oh signs my, in the universe. Anyway. Like I said, I complete like, I fucking blacked um, it out. So, yeah, um, uh, but it, I've, I've got it yeah. summed up here, um... Uh, they go to the bank to sign the deal with the Aussie, but Charlotte interrupts and fesses up to texting Dean, which, because of that, because she texted Dean, that brought the Aussie to the inn. Um, Charlotte makes an impassioned speech about inns and being about home and community and connecting with guests on a personal level. And Charlotte says that she'll use the fire insurance money to buy Bellbird and then fix up the T-Rose house later. But Gabriella says she's not going to sell Bellbird to anyone. She says she's ignoring, um, she's been ignoring signs that she should stay in New Zealand, that her real life is in Beachwood Downs, quote, with Gilbert and the cafe and waking up every morning in a house that is my dream home. And she asks Jake what his terms are since they're partnered 50-50, but he just says nothing and walks out. So I'll let you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll let you know. And then he comes back later with a letter. <laughs> well, first he pulls out uh, the marriage yeah, certificate. He fa- yeah, he found, um, he finds her at the inn, uh, shows her a marriage certificate that he dug up from public records for Firefly and Lion, and then presents her with the letter that he wrote. Yeah, which at the end of reading it, she said, this better be a love letter. And I'm like, if you don't know it's a love letter, oh, yeah, then I've, it's a bad love letter. I've, I've got it. <laughs> it's a good love letter. Yeah, but um, it's the, the, the love letter as follows. Dear Gabriella, as promised, I have thought about my terms for the end. They are as follows. There will always be ice cream in a picnic-ready chili bin, a stuffed possum guarding the fireplace, and a rascally goat who has the run of the farm. Billbird is your dream home, and it turns out it's mine, too. I'm thinking the tradition of letter writing is something we can keep up when we are running the end together. With all my heart, Jake. Which then she says, I'm hoping this is a love letter and not a business agreement. It's definitely a love letter. Then I guess I might get my fairy tale ending too. And so they kiss and walk arm in arm back into the inn. End of movie. I don't like that ending. Oh, oh like, I don't either. I hate, like, I love the letter, the idea of the yeah. letters. Like, we, we, we talked about that we, already. We, we we went over this whole thing this, in, in the, like, Jane Austen book club. Yeah, because, like, if this were a movie, well, no, if this were a movie, if they played the letters up more, the letters yeah. have three scenes in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Found, read, and this one. Dumb. 
Give us like the dream home thing. Like I yeah. love instead of the thing, just give him the speech. Give her that speech. Yeah. Like and skip L- obviously like, the letter writing like being the, a tradition because it's not. But. The the love letters serve no purpose except for giving him an excuse to write her a love letter at the end of the movie. It's so like it's, I just hate it so it's much. Dumb. But, okay. I mean, I love it's, the idea of it because I love yeah. a good love letter. Is but ugh. yeah, the, like is this movie terrible? In some respects. Like, is, is it uneven? Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, you know, I... Like, I, I mean, it's better than Summer Catch. <laughs> God, anything's better than that movie. Um, you know, but I, I went into... You know, I went into this movie with, like, little to no expectations of anything more than it just being a, like, made-for-TV romance. You know, but, like... There are things about it that are charming and like yeah. things about it that I enjoy and you know it's it's not going to win an Oscar it's not going to solve climate change but you know it it's feel good there's solid chemistry like it's fine if you just want like to just turn on a movie but there are definitely moments in this that that felt to me um it's like that thing when, you know, when you're writing a fic and you're like, okay, I have to know, like, what the average yearly temperature was for Tempe, Arizona in, like, 1754. Yeah. <laughs> for fic reasons. And then, like, suddenly, like... You, how do you maim and... How do you murder and maim someone? Yeah. And then, like, suddenly it's like, what happens when you put a human head in a microwave? Yeah. And they have absolutely nothing to do with each other. But because you've spent three hours on the rabbit hole, you now feel the need to include them both because you have this newfound knowledge knowledge that you need to share yes this movie feels like that in some places of like we like it was like they had a it was like they had a like an outline of like or or a writing prompt of like include these three things like a goat love letters you know, a, like a plant nursery, you know, something like yeah. that. And that's how this they was wrote, their bingo card. And, they yeah, kind of. yeah. and that's, and that's how they wrote this movie. And, you know, like I said, is it, is it really good? Not very. I probably will not be watching it again. Like, I, I don't mind it. Like, I think I disliked it more than you, which is really rare for us. But yeah, I yeah, especially didn't. like for these kind of movies. I just didn't. You, I have watched you pretzel yourself, like, trying to explain, like, no, this Hallmark movie's actually good if you give it a chance. <laughs> I think that the, okay, the, other, the thing with the Hallmark movies, and, and this is, this is gonna sound, see, I've seen Christina Milian a lot of stuff, and I rarely like her. I liked her in this, I thought yeah. she was fine, but, I don't know, there was just something about it that didn't, I liked the, I liked a lot of things about it, but it Come never on. came together for a whole for me. I would look at it this way. I would watch the TV series about this town. I love it. Yeah. I don't. I don't need. I wish that. The, I almost wish that had more you of found, a story. You found the town more interesting than the yeah. main story. When your side yeah. characters more interesting than your main characters, when yeah. I, like I know way more about them. I felt that way too. Than about the main um, characters in this. The oh god. I, and I got so bored. Like like I had to pause it two or three times because I had stuff going on, and I had to remind myself of what was happening because I was like, wait, I had a two second phone call. What was I? Like, especially the first 30 minutes. Yeah. That was, like, the first 30 minutes and the last, like, 20 minutes were interminable to me. The the last 20 minutes would be better if we cleaned up a bunch of the shit at the beginning. That's fair. That's fair. The last 20 minutes would be as bad. The 
the fire subplot can like fucking like pack its bags so, and hit the road. So unnecessary. <laughs> like I just hate the unnecessary. Your husband walked through and just made a face. <laughs> he does that. But yeah, I like I guess that's my thing. It's like it felt like there were like five because I we talk about we do watch a lot of Hallmark movies and there every there are four Hallmark movies in this one movie. There are and and like that um, can't be a good thing because sometimes Hallmark movies are I, a little light on plot. Say, um, because <laughs> put I'll put it this way: compared to um the scale of like some other Hallmark original yeah. movie or not Hallmark but like Netflix original movies we've watched, like we have you know the like. Like the peak, like the mountain summit, the the Everest of Netflix originals. We have to all the boys I've loved before. Yes, slightly below that we have the Guernsey Literary Entertainment Group by Society, which yeah. we, we which we didn't watch for the podcast, but, but like we've, we've, we, both we've both seen it, and, and we've I, talked I, about and it, and I, I did an OTP for it. Then to me, at the very very bottom, like down the mine shaft, is the holiday calendar. Okay, you haven't seen the kissing booth because that's below the shaft. But that's that sounds really dirty. That's, it did. Let me rephrase. Um, that's below the mine shaft. I, like I, that's that's I like just, core of the earth bag. I mainly meant out of movies that we've, we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, holiday calendar is pretty low. Yes. Ho- to, okay. To me, the holiday calendar or like the holiday calendar was like an exercise in futility because that movie made no goddamn sense in any way, respect, or form. This one, like. It was uneven. It had some issues, but you know what? I'm like, for what it was, I'm willing to overlook it. There's some charming moments in like, it. Absolutely. It, it was charming, yeah. And, uh, like, I appreciated that the leads had chemistry because my, okay, <laughs> what what was that horrible, what was that, what was that horrible Lori Laughlin, um Colin Ferguson movie? Yes, but Lori Laughlin's a criminal, so we don't have to talk about her anymore. <laughs> This is, they this were is supposed the, to be Woodward and Bernstein. And no, 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 no. She was trying to be Woodward and Bernstein rolled into one about a fucking Christmas village. Yeah. It, and he was basically trying to get her to chill the fuck out. And Colin Ferguson, who we've talked about, or we'll talk about, or I think we've talked about him at this point. But he he's just great at anything. Right. So, but no, like, the fact that, like, the two of them were in this movie. And, like, Colin Ferguson can have chemistry with anybody. Yeah. And that movie, yeah. like fell completely flat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a lot of these movies do. Yeah. Um, or a lot of like, like Hallmark, like made for TV. I think my other romance movies do. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like, um, like I, I, like I, the things that I appreciate about this movie and like why I'm probably not as harsh on it as I normally would be is that, by the standards of some of the shit that we have watched, and, like, we watch just for shiggles. Oh, yeah. Um, like, it's not that bad. Um, it, like, yeah, there there are a lot, there's a lot of, like, plot things, and, like, there's pacing issues and everything. But, again, I'm willing to overlook it, because mm-hmm. it's not as bad as some... Like, okay, the fucking Michael Shanks movie where the dad is a ghost. I love that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. You No, no, no. You love Michael Shanks. You don't love that movie. <laughs> that movie's crap. I will give you that movie's crap. Like, okay. I've watched it once because it's Michael Shanks, but it's crap. But, yeah, okay. That's um, a Lifetime movie, though. That is not a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Get Lifetime in here, too. We haven't, we haven't crapped on them any. Like, it's two sides of the same fucking coin, my it's dude. True. It's true. Um, but... Um, but you know, the, but like, the fact that it include like, like it wasn't like, yes, there are a lot of pasty white people in this movie. 
But, like, it, you actually had, like, some actors of color. It felt like it was set in New Zealand. It, it felt like it was set in, yeah, yeah. it felt, like, for all of the problems with it, there actually felt some, there actually, to me, something about it felt, because of the setting, and because of, like, the background characters that you had, it, there was something about it that felt real and felt mm-hmm. solid, and that's something that I appreciate. Yeah. Where and for be, this is something that you and I have like gone off on several times off mic, like before we started this podcast mm-hmm. of the whole, you know, like city girl goes to the country and realizes that the country way of life. That's every Hallmark movie. That's every Hallmark movie. This time, I'm like, her reasons for staying actually felt legitimate to me. Yeah, and not just oh, I'm a big city lawyer and like I've had to go back home to my country roots for a weekend and oh. Like, handsome farmer boy has shown me the ways, and now I'm going to set up a, like, now I'm going to set up a law firm in this one horse town. Like, she went there, and she found, she found a purpose. She found her community, yeah. She she found her community, and to, and to also, like, something that I just thought about, like, to go back to um, what Dean says at the beginning of the movie when she wants to, like, like renovate a closet for him and he like he says that he's like you know half of the divorces you know like half the divorce cases that i you know that my law firm sees is like you know it all started with you know home renovation and the fact that like we have you know he's not willing to like renovate a closet for her but we have the reverse of that jake is willing to help rebuild an inn and so that they have a love story that begins Mm -hmm. with renovation like i appreciated the flip side yeah uh, and I, I, the other thing I liked uh, is that she didn't move for a guy. She moved yes. for a community. Like, even if he had not gotten back together with her, she would have stayed there because yes. of the people that she had come to love. Yes. So I liked that aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, do they stay together? Sure. Okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, what do you rate this one? Um, I think normally I would give it a three. Um, am I feeling generous enough to give it a three and a half is what I'm trying to decide. Nah, we'll stick with three. I'm gonna, I, go ahead. I was like, I'll, I'll stick with three. I'm not feeling generous enough to, to bump it. Even though, like I said, the things that I do appreciate of like, like the fact that it kept a lot of the, um, the fact that it kept a lot of, like, the indigenous culture of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that Manaki, like, that he, you know, that he's always, that he speaks Maori to people. And the fact that she tries to learn to speak it as well. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I, like, I, I give it props for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. But it does have a lot of problems. And so, I don't, I can't give it a 3.5. So, I will say, I'll say a, a decent three. I'm going to say barely a three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. I knew I, this. I thought about lower, but I recently re-listened to something we, we, what we did. And if, I, if, I, if I'm going to give If the Shoe Fits a three, <laughs> I can't give this lower than that. Because this is better than that. So it is better than that. So I will say this is, this is a three. It's, yeah, it's baseline. Like, it's, it's not anything. It's like, it's inoffensive. Yeah. It's, like, like, it's not... It's not sexist. It's not misogynist. It's not you know. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to deal with a lot of stuff that I don't care for. Yeah, there's. I think there's almost too much plot. In oh that yeah, they yeah. keep they keep trying to shove things in there that don't belong. 
And which, that's, that's... Which has, a, like, to be yeah. fair, we've seen plenty of movies that well, do that. I, yeah. I guess a director... I, I would think a director with as much experience as this one has would have, on the cutting room floor, been like, okay, this can go and this can go. Like, I, I think that's my, my other thing, is I looked at what he did, and I expected yeah. better. Yeah. And, like, that's the other thing. I think part of me went into this before I saw the Marvista logo. <laughs> like, I was on a roller coaster promotion. Because before I saw the Marvista logo, I, like, I've heard really good things about this. A lot of people said this is yeah, pretty good. And-, and so I was expecting, like, in like like just below Guernsey. I was expecting that level, yeah. and I didn't get it. And I think that made me feel worse about it. But Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, but I, I think for me, because, like, I had seen several things about it on Tumblr, yeah. like, weeks ago, like, yeah. right, like, the day that it came out, mm-hmm. um, was kind of, like, the opinion was, like, is this, you know, is this blasé, like, middle of the road? Yes. Like, but, does it, <laughs> like, does it push certain buttons for me? Like, the, yeah. you know, she's a beaut. She sure is. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Is like, am I a sucker for those? Yes. <laughs> you know, so, like that, that was kind of just the, the general yeah. kind of like what I was seeing about it beforehand. So like I, said, I didn't have high expectations. See, I think my expectations were higher. I thought it was going to be better. And mm-hmm. then, I re- then I realized, Oh, it's a Marvista movie. This isn't actually made by Netflix. So my, then yeah. I went to the basement and it took me a lot of time to come out of the basement. Like I just had a yeah. weird, a weird experience with this one. And then I got interrupted like three times watching it, which is really rare. But it happened this yeah, particular time. I, yeah. I had like a bunch of stuff going on today, and no, I yeah, I totally get that. And like, cause because that's happened to me before too. Yeah. Like sometimes just life interrupts. It may have prevented it. me from connecting with this better. I'll say it that way. Granted, two of the things that happened were in the first thirty minutes, and I thought I was an hour in. Oh yeah, the first thirty minutes takes a long time. It takes her way it too is, long. It to is get to New Zealand. The longest thirty minutes. Yes. <laughs> like I think that was my other problem. I was like. Like, I paused it because I, I thought I'd be finished earlier than I was, and, like, I, I needed to get lunch and stuff. And, and I paused it, and I was like, I still have 20 more minutes. How do I still yeah. have 20 minutes left? That This should be a kiss, and let's move on. <laughs> so I think that was my other, like, thing. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add. Do you, darling? Nope. All right. Since we both have nothing to add, uh, we will wrap it up. That'll get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at couchbuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at couchbuddiespod at gmail.com.